Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. On each show, we take a magic wish and try to come up with the perfect ironic cost. The idea is that knowing the wish's cost, it'd still be a tough call whether you take that wish or not. Previously, we had, you can sing in the singing voice you always wished you had, but you have to be wet to be able to sing at all. We had 64% accept on Twitter and a 50-50 split in the Facebook discussion group. I feel like there was a real division down the line of people who could already sing, being less eager to ice bucket themselves every karaoke night. For this week, we say bonjour, ciao, hola, and a bunch of other hellos before discussing a wish from Natalie Moore, who said, I wish I could speak any language. I'm joined by Velvet Wells and Megan McConnell to, you know what, I'm just not going to butcher any more words with my dumb anglophone mouth. You know, it's, it's not worth it. Just, we'll just start the episode. You don't have to hear me say words wrong. It's fine. No, it's, it's fine. All right, we got a new wish coming in, but first let's introduce our guests. We have Megan McConnell. Hello. And Velvet Wells. Hello. <laughs> and the wish we're breaking down this time, a classic. I wish I could speak any language. Let's talk about that. What is your guys' personal interest in language? Let's start with how many languages can you currently speak? On a good day, I can speak one language. (laughs) You just got the uh, basic? Yeah, I learned uh, French. I am technically bilingual. Because high school, uh, Ontario bilingual. Yeah, yeah, would a French person consider you bilingual? That's the uh, test. Well, not then, and definitely not <laughs> now. now. Yeah, and a smattering of Spanish, and so I intermingle all three. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, they all have the same root, so they yes. just kind of muddle. In your... So I would say that I am very much a, a unilingual or monolingual. Okay. Well, what about yourself, Megan? Well, I grew up in Ottawa and was forced to speak French, uh, 75% in school. Um, Stepmom was French, but I always was embarrassed about speaking it. So I'd understand it and I'd respond back in English. But I moved to Toronto and people wouldn't understand bonjour. So I lost all of my French. I know nothing except for bonjour now. You should be able to understand bonjour from like... Pepe Le Pew. Like, yeah. that should be, like, just seeing cartoons, French caricatures, right? should and, be enough to get bonjour. Well, and this is at York University, so these are supposed to be smart people, but not so Which much. Was also a university that was renowned for being bilingual. Yeah, apparently not at Founders Residence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a burn on them. Yeah. Uh, this episode not endorsed by York University. <laughs> I would say, yeah, my language skills are, I, I tried French, uh, I put in the effort, I did it through the schools. My parents made me watch a show called Marie Soleil when yes, I was young. Marie Soleil, she became a judge. <laughs> she became Did a judge. Yeah. Is that what happened to yeah. her? Okay. Yeah, it was It was a show where, so yeah, you guys seem to know, but just in case the audience doesn't, because I, I assume it's an obscure show. Basically, a lady spoke French. Uh, she had a pet dog puppet who spoke only English. Rufus. Rufus. And then there was a mime clown yes. who couldn't speak at all. And they always just sort of spoke their own languages to each other and understood each other. And you were supposed to learn... French and English from watching this show, and instead you just learn to resent all the languages by watching the show. <laughs> there was a, another show like that where it was a clown. It was a male clown, and he would, out of makeup, say the words in English, the phrases in English, and then jump back into French. 
when, when he's full cool. my, like he's my full, makeup. Well, not my, he, oh, but, clown makeup. Clown, okay. So clown uh, French, yes. regular Joe English. Yes. Huh. Uh, and I found him less entertaining and also a bit more approachable as the clown. So I almost always ignored the English part of it <laughs> and just tried to pick up the French. I thought it was a very cool show. Yeah. Uh, now I don't know how many scars I have because of the show that I didn't realize. Yeah. But a good test of where my language ended up is... Uh, in university, I was I went to go see a film uh, as research for a play I was doing based in World War One. So it was about the Christmas truce, and the way they did the film was uh, there was English speakers, French speakers, and German speakers, and you were supposed to get the right subtitles for whatever language you knew. But there was a mistake, <laughs> and they got the wrong <laughs> subtitles. They got the subtitles assuming that we were a French audience. So I understood what all the English people were saying because I can understand English. And I understood what all the German people were saying because I could read the French well enough to get the gist of what was happening. But the French speakers who were speaking fluent French at full speed in front yes. of me with no subtitles, I was lost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Actual French people I cannot understand. The last time uh, I was in Cuba by myself, I ended up acting as interpreter between the Spanish uh, the people who were working on the resort and a French couple that was there trying to ask for something. And of course, they were not getting through to the uh, to the workers in any way. And I stumbled along and I understood both sides just enough <laughs> to, to like de-escalate, yeah. de-escalate a little bit or at least have a common enemy so that they were both looking at me yeah, like, they're both mad, at, <laughs> yeah, mad at this guy who can't help us. He said he could help. Oh, what a jerk. All right, so let's move on then. We've talked about where our languages are at. Let's see. If we were trying to pick up every language, if we had the magic, let's just try to figure out how the magic would work, I guess. It would just be you can speak any language. Let's assume that unless we say otherwise, you can also understand every language. Because I think that would be a fun cost. But, like, you know, you got to add that in. I think it's assumed that if you can speak it, you can kind of understand it at least. Well, you... I would say you'd have to be able to understand it because you'd need to understand sentence structure, if nothing else. Well, we've got magic at play, though. So with, with oh, magic right. at play, we can kind of or like the TARDIS effect, where it's like the TARDIS is translating for you. So you're still speaking yeah. what you know is your language, but it's coming out as their language. Yeah. Oh, sure. Right. Star or Trek has Star the Trek. same yeah. thing. Yeah. The Star Trek things has always been confusing because they seem to be able to say language words in their language if they want to, if they're saying it for yes. cultural yes. reasons. Yes. yes. Like if it's if it's a like prayer, batak. <laughs> batak, yeah. I was going to say everyone just loves speaking. A couple Klingon, words of Klingon, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like if the Klingons talking to you and you want to understand, and they want you to understand them, then you can understand it. <laughs> but then if they're like just yelling their swears and calls to action, then everyone's like, okay, that's just Klingon word now. But I also think that's a little bit of regional. Uh, variation at play. You think of what we've learned or what I've learned as French in school and then the Quebecois version of it. And it's not that they're not speaking French, but it is not the same. Ooh, so that is a point. Yeah. Speaking every language does not necessarily mean speaking every dialect of yes. that language. That could be something we could end up playing with. And what are we? What are the edge cases of what we're counting as languages? We're going to do like programming languages. I feel like that might be a bit of a stretch. We're talking like spoken languages here, right? I, I think unless yeah. we're getting into Gibson's world of you know of the uh, it did say the tech speak. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's speaking. So they have to be spoken languages spoken in the language first place, used for communication. What about like? Um, I, I don't think we should count jargon in this. Not like office speak or law speak. 
law speak. You don't suddenly become a good lawyer because you've learned sure. the language of law. You can't, none of that stuff. There goes my true crime dreams. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can just work your way to it the same way everyone else does. Shucks. Many years of school after doing an LSAT and thousands and, and thousands, thousands of dollars of, dollars of debt. Yeah. Uh, what, are, what are some other edge cases of things that people might count as a language that we shouldn't or should so we're saying spoken but i think it's fair to say sign language i was gonna yeah like, yeah i think we can like include you sign should language. be able to if it is a known a current i think that i think dead languages is where it gets tricky because it was a known language it was spoken but it hasn't been for centuries if not a millennia I don't know if that's fair. It would be interesting if you got the ability to speak Latin because Latin is a dead language in that no one currently speaks it, but it's still around. Everyone still yes. knows about it, but you just pronounce everything, nothing like anyone expects because yes. you're doing it right. Right. Well, it's like that uh, there's a, a podcast that has Shakespearean yeah. as it would sound in Shakespeare oh, in that time, in Elizabethan time. And it's a lot and more it's cockney not sounding. Recognizable, and, yeah. 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 So we're okay. So we're not doing like the older archaic versions as much. Well, just like just like you couldn't do law, you couldn't be Indiana Jones and yeah. suddenly be like, this is from uh, Mesopotamia. Yeah, because again, yeah, this is more about active speaking languages and this is less about uh, dialects. Because again, like I could not, I got assigned Chaucer in school. Mm -hmm. I could not read Chaucer. It's supposed to be English. Yes. I was told to my face <laughs> that this was an English book I was told to read. That was not what I encountered when I opened yeah. the book. Yeah. Well, it's like American versus Canadian spelling, right? But, that, but that's pretty and pronunciation. close. You just go, oh, that's an extra U, whatever. Well, but for, for me, I found, I did also learn Chaucer, and I found it was like the Matrix. That until you believe you're the one, you're not the one. You, There is a point where it clicks over, and yeah. suddenly it, you get it. I think I could have understood it if I just came at it with more confidence that, like... sure. Yeah, that's not wrong. That's just how I'll just say it out loud and then maybe this will make sense. Yeah. <laughs> but how much do you have to read it before you get it? Does everyone have a different spectrum? Like, or did you have to read it three times the same book before you were like, cool? Well, here's, I, here's an example of a story that confused the crap out of me. And it shouldn't like it wasn't supposed to based on how it was written. So there's one where a bunch of guys uh, find out that their friend has died and was killed by death is basically what someone says. But it's spelled death. D-E-T-H. So the joke of the story is that these idiots think that death is a real person and they're going out to kill him. But death does not mean death to me. So I also think that death is a real person they're going out to kill and read the story from the perspective of the idiots I'm supposed to be making fun of. <laughs> but I'm one of the idiots. Well, that's, that's kind just of like <laughs> um, All in the Family. Like I grew up with All in the Family being real because I was surrounded by that kind of real life racism. It was only as an adult that I realized it was satire against those <laughs> people. So, so have you now that you understand that death is death? I still don't like the story. <laughs> I still think it was kind of hacky. It wasn't that good. It didn't hold up. All right. So yeah, I think we've got it. We've got modern living languages is what you can speak. Nothing that's like technically a language. Don't give us any of that bull. Uh, what what would you guys come up with some costs for this if you could speak any language? But let's start with uh, let's start with velvet. I think one cost would be that you are always speaking the foreigner's version of that language. You're technically accurate, but people will recognize you are not a natural speaker of it. Oh, okay. So you always have you always have the opposite dialect of the person you're speaking with. Yes. Can I? Can I? I had an idea, and I want to. Turn that up just a little bit. Sure. So maybe the dialect you're speaking is always like the lower class version of that language's dialect too. So for example, English, 
you now can only speak Cockney. Right. Like, like you know, yeah. so it's always there's always implications to certain yeah. dialects that sort of lower your status. So I would actually do it the opposite. I would, I would broaden what you're saying okay. now, and I would say it would not only be the opposite dialect, but it would be the opposite class. So if you're speaking to somebody who is of a higher status, you would be the lower status. But right. if you're speaking to the common person, if we're going to be classist, you would have the snobbiest version of right. that language. Not only would the communication then become more difficult but also there'd be all these underlying implications of right. what having that accent means yeah so so it, it, i guess if i was going to be general about it yeah it would be uh depending on who you're speaking to you'd either use the five cent word or the fifty dollar <laughs> word yeah exactly yeah i like that idea yeah i like the implication of having so much baggage with our language yes and everyone hates the other class whatever <laughs> class you're in the other one is the worst i was yes. gonna say despite the skill you're always better or lower than someone else so it, it doesn't really matter no one will still take you seriously yeah mm-hmm. like oh you uh just these uppity people coming yeah. to our town eh, stay out of here or <laughs> oh these people are beneath me i can't even understand what they're saying they're not using the proper english yes <laughs> i like that that's your proper Lord english spanish the proper english <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I went cockney when I what tried there. I think I went cockney trying to say the word proper. So I think I understand you, but it just mm. the coal mine was getting in the way. Yeah, something along those lines. The black lung. Pop. All right, I will shift over to Megan. Then can you come up with a good cost for this one? Um, I mean, two pop in mind. The first one that I thought of was everything you say in a language other than your first language would be would have to be done in song anyway. <laughs> Like nice. everything is not necessarily a musical. It could be opera. It could be a different song each time. Um, maybe not one that pairs well with that language. Like Italian wouldn't be opera. It oh, would okay. be like children's show or um, K-pop or something like that. So you couldn't even suddenly be like, oh, now I can sing in this language and like yeah, get no. into the opera. No, no, no. Because yeah. now yeah. you're singing. Yeah, K- yeah. It's Someone asks K-pop. you for directions and you're just busting out K-pop raps in Italian. I don't know what Italian K-pop would sound like, but I want to hear I it want more to than hear it too. anything I wish else. I, right? I will so I accept that cost. <laughs> German love song. Yeah. I, I don't want it for myself. I want it for someone near me, so yes. I can just see yeah. what happens. <laughs> just watch it from afar. Yeah. So I mean, that's you'd be Maria yeah. uh, from The Sound of Music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. But just with uh, less control over how happy or sad or <laughs> how annoying you are oh, to certain people. Nobody yeah, no. wants sad K-pop. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you said this applied to any language but your original language? Uh, yes, yeah. Why not the original language as well? We make this, or is that too harsh, you think? That no, makes... well, I think it's because that language you already had. So the wish, the benefit of the wish is the being able to speak any other language. So to have the punishment just on that one seems more cruel (laughs) because you have this advantage that is just now. No. I I do have a reoccurring thing on the show of finding people go, oh, I'll take the wish and just not use it then. Yeah. Or like I'll only use it when I really need to. So I always do try to find a cost that has that little extra. That hits everything. Hits the stuff that they had before too, right? Well, you you can throw it on English. Why not? Or your first language. Yeah, maybe maybe in English it's not as strong because you have, like the languages you actually have, it's not as strong. So it's just a little sing song to your voice. Or your first language, it has to be uh, like burping the alphabet. You just burp the words. (laughs) Or or if it's not singing, then it's always in song reference. Yeah. Oh, so it's always lyrics. In, yeah. your, in your original language, it's, yeah. it's, you're always using lyrics in your uh, sentences. As the great uh. Backstreet Boys once said. <laughs> I want it that way yes. on how, my toast. No, how would you like your steak? I want, I want it that, that way. way. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this would definitely cause some complications in living. If it's your, all your languages, it causes complications in your everyday life. 
if it's only the foreign languages, then it only bothers you when you travel, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ontario, there's so many different languages anyway. So there's always people on the street asking you for directions. And especially in Toronto, big city. So having to respond in song instead of just being like, oh, yeah, go that way. I, I'm trying to figure out what would be the implications of this on the reputation of Canadians. <laughs> if like one, when you're home and yeah, someone who's a tourist visiting Toronto comes up to you and asks for simple directions and you break <laughs> out into a musical, does that make us look good? Does that make us look terrible and condescending? What, how will people react to this? Will you be the next YouTube sensation? We'd be YouTube sensation. Yeah. That's good. But people would be ripping the flags off their backpacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they would stop being like, ah, yeah, no. And then when you're traveling, too, just, yeah. I, oh, oh, damn, it's coming. Canadians coming into our country with their goddamn musicals. <laughs> it's like they're making fun of our language when they yes, always break into K-pop right. yeah. raps yes. every time <laughs> they come into our fine German town. Uh, I like that. That's still fun. All right, I'm going to try it's my more costs. upbeat than I normally say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can it go dark? Right? It, it's really just annoying. It's not really hard to go like, oh, your life will be ruined if it's not your original language. If your original language goes sing-songy, then the rest of your life is ruined. Yeah. Because how do you give a eulogy when like, it has to be in song? Right. Emo. <laughs> very, very, Screamo. Very, yeah. I guess, yeah, it's, it's very visceral. He really did feel it. Compose a death metal album about the loss of his cousin. You're saying it's not dark, but I think in an emergency situation, you're in the oh, hospital yeah. Yeah. and you're trying to give this vital information, but you can only do it as an aria. Yeah. Uh, you're being robbed or, or attacked in some way and you're trying to elicit help. Yeah. Uh, and everyone just thinks you're singing a Beatles yes. song. Yeah. <laughs> I guess help. I need somebody. <laughs> really, I need somebody. Everybody around is just like stab him. <laughs> stab, yeah. stab, stab, finish it. I think there could also be the complication too of like we're assuming that the magic is giving you thus the ability to figure out the song, but imagine trying to communicate information and you can't come up with a rhyme. Yeah, <laughs> you, can't find out. you don't know the song. Yeah. <laughs> What's the meter I can deliver this information in that, that will work out? It's hard. Yeah. Oh, that could be a lot of complications. And, and it also doesn't say that you can sing. No. Like yeah. having the ability to sing well. Yeah. No, pleasantly. Pleasantly. To sing. Yeah, yeah. Pleasantly. No. There's a lot of people can't sing. I, I can only sing in very, very narrow restrictions. I know the song well. It's a song that has a strong character voice. So I'm not really singing it. I'm just doing an impression of the character. That's how I can sing. Anything else? It doesn't sound good. It doesn't come across well. Yeah, I have three songs I can sing because <laughs> I've sang them since I was a kid and the rest I'm like, I'm, you don't so, want to hear it. So you don't need added complications of you must do it as, <laughs> as the character yeah. who originally sang it. Yeah. You must do Billy Joel songs as, as if you are Billy Joel. <laughs> you must, or, or the Muppets or whoever. I, and yeah, my, my library of songs I know is not very good to have one appropriate to the situation I'm currently in very often. Not going to come up a lot. Uh, <laughs> that's a fun one though. Thank you, Megan. That's a very fun one. I like it a lot. I'm going to move on to mine. So I'm going to, go, I'm going to try to go a little darker. So you can speak any language. The exception is the language you originally spoke as your mother tongue. So you lose your original language. You gain all other languages. I think that's fun because it means you definitely have to change the way your life is now, but you still have so many options open to you for how your life can go forward. And you probably can't talk to like your parents who refuse to learn other languages. Yeah. What are I, your thoughts? I don't... I, I understand why you think that's dark. For me, that's 
liberating. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's great. But uh, so you lose one language to gain 300 some odd languages that's amazing it means that you couldn't be a translator for a job because there'd be what you'd have that one gap maybe well and well you could be a translator because the magic's giving you all your one. language you'd yeah. have to lie about what your mother tongue is because it's the one it, it would be believable because it's the one language you can't speak can't do yeah and the only language you don't know is one of the big ones. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. For us, it it's might all affect your resume a little bit. <laughs> or yeah, I'm assuming everyone here is English predominantly. That's what we've said yeah, so far. As a, in a monoculture, it definitely would be a hindrance. Yeah. But in Toronto, as you say, like yeah. it is so diverse. There are pockets in the city where they only speak whatever their first language is. So you'd have to. Move there are on. pockets. Between the pockets, the fabric of the city is still sure. predominantly English. You'd have to move on. <laughs> You'd yeah. have to move on, yeah. Where would you move if that was the case? Where would I move? Because I feel like you couldn't necessarily stay in North America. I mean, you could, but it wouldn't be as easy. No. Yes. What would be a good place that doesn't use as much English and well, they other... Have, yeah, use almost yeah. no English, yeah. Sort of Eastern Europe, then it's still very close. It's fairly close to the, my culture, but there would be a lot of different languages. But probably most fun, Japan. It's like a country I'd want to visit. So I'd hang out there. They're weird in a cool way. So maybe Japan. Yeah, Japan would be nice, especially, I mean, I am always intimidated by the idea of Tokyo because big city, big lights, so many people, everyone just being so loud um, as cities are, not because it's Tokyo. Um, (laughs) But the idea of um, being able to go out to more rural areas and not have that kind of wall between you language wise yes. would be really saying. nice like to be able to go and kind of possibly help work on a farm unless they're like well we get you speak our language but we still don't want your help <laughs> go right. away yeah. Yeah. but at least i know they don't want my help <laughs> yeah. yeah you still can't bail hey <laughs> yeah it's not something you also get with the languages tokyo sort of appeals to me because even though it is like a big hustling city i do feel like the culture is very much into like politeness and orderly fashion yes yeah so like it, it functions kind of better than like even toronto is when it gets busy at certain times most it's not as busy most of the time but when it does get busy it's sort of chaos because everyone's trying to get through each other going in different ways and i feel yeah. like it's me, 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 rather <laughs> yes. than let's work as a whole. Well, let's all do it our own way. Yeah, we yeah. all have our own uh, ways of getting through this problem that is conflicting with everyone else's way. Whereas I feel like they're very regimented in their systems in Japan. Like they'll actually walk on the right side of the sidewalk yeah. when they're passing by someone else instead of trying to. <laughs> and it, it, com- <laughs> it comes from necessity because it is that much more packed. Yeah. Yes. But at least if it's all flowing together, I, I feel like I feel like I'm at least moving forward. When I'm all stuck on a. There's a backup on the subway, and suddenly the platforms are crowded. Everyone's jostling against each other. I feel like there's no system anymore. Mm-hmm. Systems break down when and it gets cluttered here. Tokyo, they just politely push you with a <laughs> yeah. gigantic stick to make sure you the all stick fit. Is coming. <laughs> yeah. You expect the stick. It's a, it's a it's part of the poke. game yeah. to know that, do I get the stick today? Yeah. It has massage balls on the front of it, so it's a really great feeling. <laughs> little, you want that spot. A little bit of a paddling. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> That's what I'm into. Think about it. If you... Got all those extra languages, you'd probably want to get a job that takes advantage of that unless you travel. Yeah. Because that's the advantage to having all the languages but one. Probably all the skills I have now are less useful than that skill alone. <laughs> Nothing I've been trained on is as useful as knowing all the languages. I think my version of that is I, I'm kind of, the, again, instead of big city and that one big job is kind of more the 70s, uh, like Littlest Hobo style or like Bruce There's Banner, where it's like... <laughs> Oh, now I want to sing that. Oh, where um, you travel from place to place and you're very low key and you assume a different identity each place you go, but you speak their language and you blend in well because of that. And that's kind of my ideal would be almost like backpacking around 
uh, doing more low key kind of rural things. So like it's a good thing I live in Toronto. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna yeah. say your, your goal is to be a drifter. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with your bindle on your back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I have no past. <laughs> so so my version of that would be a tour guide, being able to take groups of swaths of people to these uh, outlying places uh, and speak to them in their language. But again, if you're a tour guide, you still don't know what the local things like you don't know the things but i would learn it no, you like, have to learn them, i would yeah. i would go from place to place to take in that knowledge and then right while be you able to convey there. it to the people who are coming to visit and Let's have focus. the base language anyway to even if you weren't if that was part of the wish that you weren't able to learn the local things you'd know enough to communicate yes yeah they could yeah they could give you cue cards I, <laughs> I, a lot of tourists don't train you that hard. They just give you a bunch of cue cards and send you on your way. Well, English is has very much taken over the world as a base communication language. It's not the only one. No. no. It's not the one that's spoken the most no. in the yeah, world. It's still not the most spoken. It's just, yeah. And it doesn't take away from your abilities in math or any of the other skills, as you say. So you could move from place to place and get a job easier than just somebody who speaks English alone. It's true, yeah. There's still a lot of interesting places you could travel to that you can't now. I still think there's a big cost <laughs> on the other end of like, my family isn't going to learn any other languages. I don't have any other language speakers in my family. And they aren't particularly good at learning languages either. So like, they're gone from my life because I can't speak with them. But you could get a buddy. You could, could get phone a buddy. buddy. You could Someone tell them what you want to share, and they send off the message. Now, uh, in, in other words, you would need a translator. I would need a translator to talk to yeah. my home family, and they would be very suspicious about that. I'd have to come up with an elaborate lie saying that, like, I've lost my voice, and have them never find out otherwise, because otherwise they would not believe me that a magic genie came along and took my English to give me all other languages. So Maddox has become the littlest mermaid. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little mermaiding it. Yeah, up with my own family. What's this thing? What's it called? Oh, legs. <laughs> That's one of my karaoke songs. The problem with that, too, depending on your family, I'm sure they're not crazy religious people. Not that religious people are crazy. <laughs> oh, speaking you're multiple languages and not being able to speak your own anymore could mean you're possessed. Which, which speaking in tongues. Yeah. Speaking in tongues. So there's, if, depending on where you live when this wish is... Put Ranted. upon you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my parents are a bit religious, but they have never burned anyone at the stake. That is my current <laughs> understanding of where they stand. Well, and even, I think it, in South America, even recently, people have been essentially murdered uh, through mistreatment because their families thought they were possessed. So they chained them up and, mm -hmm. like, basically allowed them to starve during an exorcism ritual because yeah. they couldn't feed them or were afraid to or thought it was cleansing not to. And so, yeah, that would be a. A terrible time uh, if your family was, you know, of that persuasion. <laughs> that actually would make it a terrible cost for <laughs> being the littlest hobo. Yeah. <laughs> if you suddenly show up looking as you do, speaking the language, looking and, and acting how they do, they would their trust wouldn't necessarily be high. Yeah. Like, oh. It de yeah, it depends on how obscure the language is. If you wander into a town that has like a... A dead, almost dead language, like 300 speakers worldwide. Yes. They all live in this town. And suddenly you're fluent? You're just like, hey, they, guys. They've yes. never seen you before? That is yeah. a lot of suspicion. <laughs> Let me tell you about a monorail. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> or if, yeah, if, you, if you manage to, without spreading terrible disease, show up to one of those undiscovered uh, tribes, uncontacted tribes, and can speak their language fluently, you're a god or a devil. Yes. That's going to go one of two ways real fast. 
It's very stabby for sticks or suddenly a th- on a throne. <laughs> and, and for some of the so gods, stabby with sticks anyway. That is yeah. how you're yeah. used. Yeah. To prove your value. Oh, his blood can heal all wounds. Get at that blood. Stab it. Stab him with sticks. Stab him with sticks. I mean, the throne was actually made out of sticks, too. Like, it's very, it's kind of like an iron throne just with sticks. Yeah. So either way, it's a very similar experience of (laughs) being full of sticks, whether you're sitting on it purposefully or having them placed into you at high velocity. Swords are sticky. Swords swords are just metal sticks. (laughs) That's all they are. All right, let's do a quick recap on this. So we had, uh, you can speak any language, but you always have the wrong dialect, the opposite class for the people you're speaking to. Uh, Megan had, you can speak any language, but uh, you have to sing everything you say in any language but your own, your original one, you're safe. And in a genre that isn't appropriate to the language you're speaking. Yes, inappropriate genres too. (laughs) Uh, And mine was, you can speak any language, but you lose your original language. Your mother tongue is gone. Let's just think those over. Which one do we think is closest to balanced to start with? I would be most conflicted to take the class switch because I work in communications. And so I would constantly have the wrong tone to what I was trying to offer. Yeah. There's a lot of judgment in that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're trying to communicate with people who are in heightened situations, especially. Yeah. They would be like, no, no, I don't want to listen to this guy. What does he know about tractors and or the aristocracy? <laughs> and you're a good singer. So the sing song one, I feel like <laughs> would be just like, you're in a heartbeat. Awesome. I will take it right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, can we? Come on. Yeah, that's, just a, that's a straight perk for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's start with that one then. Let's see if we can break it down. So I know you just said you were most conflicted about it, but would you take it? I would take it because for most of my life, I pride, I had pride around my vocabulary. I enjoyed the vernacular. I enjoyed saying words like vernacular. So (laughs) there were times where I didn't understand the confusion that was going on based on my word choices. So I think that it would have been my default. I think I have been visited by a genie, actually. (laughs) Uh, It was my default. So you're kind of used to it. I'm used to it. But to know that I'm going back in, I'm, I'm choosing to take that cost to to be misunderstood or to be misrepresented of my intention. So would you say that the manner of speech that you have now is one I you, you said not so much purposely developed, but you, would you say it is developed and it's different than what you would have expected someone in your family situation to have? I have learned to uh to accept plain language, simplified language as that is the status quo. I still uh, rebel against it. You're just saying you're a drama queen. You want, <laughs> you want the big fancy words. I think words. If, I, if I wasn't in the role that I'm in now, I would definitely take it without hesitation. Uh, I would see the financial implication. I can't stop myself. <laughs> I'd see that. I'd see uh, the problems that would arise by taking this wish. But could I live with it for the rest of my life? Yeah, I think I'd be the drama queen that would. Uh, of the cost, I see it as this is the worst cost. But uh, I would take it. Okay. Yeah. I I think it's a very fun one and also a very, yeah, one you have to think about. You are going to put up a lot of judgment, especially on people who don't know you, based on the way you speak. I also think that even if you were using the words of the other class to try and get around the problem, it would only come across as mocking or, you know, that pretentious, even like if you're... If you sound lower, you manage, but you're speaking yeah. higher, it's like, oh, you're reaching too much. Like, I, th- I think if that you manage be- to fight past the natural impulses that come from the magic to right. speak the bigger words. Yeah, I, I think that 
it would end up being an emotional cost and a psychological cost. I think that's really the trouble with this, as opposed to the singing, which is just... Do you know? Do you know what that genre sounds like? Yeah, that's, that's a struggle to communicate to start with, and then it's a struggle if you're in a dire straits and no one takes you seriously. But yeah. I love words, so I think I would, I would take it. Let's move over to Megan. What is your thoughts on this? I mean, I think I would take it because, because see, I'm doing the opposite <laughs> of you. Um, I got to balance things out. Um, I'm used to being misunderstood and misinterpreted. I think the idea of being able to have the knowledge of all these languages languages, and being able to speak them, um, being misunderstood and talking lower than someone or higher than someone uh, is something my personality could translate a little bit to because I'm such a spastic goof that it's hard for me to seem high class. So I wouldn't really end up being talking down to anyone because I'm like it's so hard for me not to move around right now you're you're basically yeah you're basically (laughs) thinking you can smile and wink your way past finger gun and like yeah your way past speaking i'm such a clown basically that i feel like yeah i don't think i'd put anyone off with a high class voice because i'm so not i could not even come across that way if i had the the voice of it (laughs) But even that, even yeah. just what you said right now as yeah. I was watching you, yeah. I took all of it as an eye roll. Like, I'm on your level, eye roll. <laughs> I'm one of you, eye roll. Like, it, it comes across yeah. as sarcastic. Or yeah. it could come across as sarcastic. Yeah, because well, your current I always level. sound sarcastic. That's, that's, that's what I mean cost. by being misunderstood always yeah. is I when I compliment someone, I almost have to say, I really mean it. I know that sounded sarcastic. <laughs> to me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually mean this. I'm sorry if it came out dry or whatever. So it's something that I'm kind of already used to, despite not having a high class or low, low class vocabulary. Yeah, I guess I'm one. Yeah, I'm with Dale in that I'm wondering if it would emphasize it in a way that would go from, I'm a weirdo who self mocks to, oh, you're mocking me for sure. This is definitely <laughs> pointed right at me yeah. and my people. Yeah. And you don't like my people. Well, I already yeah. feel people think that of me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, definitely fair. But I mean, uh, weigh it against the, the advantage of being able to travel the world. Oh, and but speak then, all the languages. But if they hate you, then you just move on to the next place. But they stay There's a place. They yeah. might have sticks there. Maybe metal sticks, maybe, maybe wooden, wooden sticks. But pointy <laughs> sticks, nonetheless. All places have some level of pointy stick. I'll learn how to run real fast. <laughs> start, These start languages, is, this, this wish doesn't give you the ability to run. No, that's unrelated. You have to do that on your own. I'll go to the gym that I don't go to right now that I have a membership for, finally. Learn how to run faster. <laughs> learn how to run. <laughs> what are your goals? Fast running. Fast running. Fast running. <laughs> Away from things, specifically. Get a really big horse. Uh, when I'm thinking about this one, I'm thinking kind of in the opposite of Megan, because I feel like one of the advantages that I have had all of my life is the fact that uh, I always sort of read as like upper middle class, and that gives me a sense of authority. <laughs> like people believe me or believe that I know things when I should not be believed, just because that's the way I present. Like, you know, I do quiz master, like people believe my authority sense. That's how that works out when I host a pub quiz, when I host shows. Generally, (laughs) I'd say in places where they shouldn't, people trust my opinion more Mm. than they should because of how I carry myself, the language I use, and my general bland white (laughs) guy-ishness. It just seems like, yeah, he probably knows what he's talking about. And if I was 
suddenly at the extremes of accent, I feel like I would lose that entirely. Like I feel like if I didn't hold my accent to a high standard, then everyone would think I'm I'm just an idiot with a boring face. And if I held it to a very high standard, <laughs> then everyone would think I am a forgettable person who's mockingly and out of touch with the common man. And I don't think anyone would ever take me seriously again. Plus, I think my parents would disown me because my mom <laughs> really raised me hard on like correcting grammar and stuff in my face. Right. And if I uh, just, Oh, I, I can't, the conversation speak any other language. So she wouldn't oh, know that fair. you're, that you're being lower or higher in those languages. Oh, I was putting this on all languages again. I was putting this on, you gate all the languages, but your, your original ones, which is. So even, so English, even, would even be... English would be lowest of the low. We'd be chavs, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we'd go either low, low class or high class, depending on who we're talking to in English. Did we not assume that for that? Was I the only one that put that I in? actually just hadn't thought of it, but it makes sense. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's changing now for you. He's like, no, I take it back. Nope, nope. Okay. Yeah, I was assuming English because, again, I want the, I kind of want the cons to affect your everyday life because I don't run into people who don't speak English that often. Right. Uh, So, oh, yeah, if it didn't affect English, yeah, sure. All right. How often is this going to come up for me? And then it's mostly giving people directions or stuff. Uh, And judge me if you want. I'm giving you directions. Be thankful. (laughs) How about? Uh, But, yeah, no, if if it extends to English and I think it, I think it should. Maybe we'll have to reanalyze this with everyone else. I don't think I could take it because I think that would, yeah, I don't think anyone would ever take me seriously if I was speaking the worst accent for them class-wise. It would affect auditions too. I just thought about that. Auditions? Oh, auditions. Yeah, sorry. Going into an audition and reading your lines. Like you can't (laughs) put on the voice you're supposed to put on. You'd have to hope that everyone's poor if you're playing a high-class character or that everyone's rich if you're playing a low-class. Yeah, because if the person you're talking to in the scene changes, your accent could swing wildly as well. (laughs) This is very hard for a performer, for sure. Or if you're like a strong enough kind of actor where you can use your sense memory, would that change it? If you're the person you're supposed to be saying your lines to, the character is low-class and you're not supposed (laughs) to be high-class, could you sense memory them high class so you sound low class that's too I many i think words. the magic would not allow <laughs> yeah i don't I think, think the magic re- i see what you're what saying you're trying to charm your way through it <laughs> and I, I appreciate your attempt there that acting is so real yeah that you could do that but well, i don't think the magic no. act, your acting is magical so right but so i don't yeah. think it's genie magic now i level. don't take it because if it affects auditions and being able to act and perform and be able to uh, use your voice for those purposes. I'm not taking it anymore. Okay. Uh, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I I can't take that. Okay. I think we may have gone too far then, but <laughs> we'll maybe come back to your original one because your original one almost worked. I think I was the only one against it for right. there. Yeah. But let's, let's... If you're not a performer, it doesn't matter as much. As much. Yeah. Let's try mine then, see okay. how that works. And if not, we'll go back to your original one and just <laughs> add that as a caveat yeah. that it does not affect your original language. Uh, so mine was... You can speak all other languages now, but you lose your mother tongue, whatever your original language was. Uh, Going back to it, what do you think, Megan? I probably wouldn't be an actor anymore. Uh, Not that I'm doing a lot of it right now. Well, you wouldn't Um, be a Canadian actor. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I would take it. You huge in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Who says I'm not already? (laughs) Um, I would definitely take it, Uh, especially when it comes to family they're really bad at communicating anyway. So it it would actually help me avoid some situations there. 
And I, I don't mind leaving North America or traveling to another country and kind of restarting a life there. I think that would be kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. So you're in for it. I'm so in. And you wouldn't really have to leave Canada because no. there's Quebec. Yeah. yeah. They but, strongly... But who wants to move to Quebec? Yeah. Well, okay, look. No offense, I, look. No offense <laughs> anyone from Quebec. Yeah, a little. A little. <laughs> Here it's uh, nice. I would... I, I recognize the cost. It, it would affect my marriage. My marriage is to is another unilingual person. So I get uh, there would be a strong cost, but I feel like hiring a translator or something <laughs> for for some of these things. I, translator for dirty talk. I don't uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> There's an app for that. I think I know some people I can find. Yeah. Right. It's uh, 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 Alexa. <laughs> Como se dice? <laughs> uh, so I, I think that there are applications that could be employed okay. in those situations where you want to maintain that relationship with somebody who only speaks your mother tongue. And, and for everything else, there's the rest of the world. The rest of yeah. the world. So I think if financially I could afford to be somewhere else, in a heartbeat I would take this limitation. Yeah. This okay. Cost. If I was stuck, if it was you have no choice but to stay in the country of your mother tongue, no, and, no, then that would be that would no, so. you have to move. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very middle line on this one because yeah, there's a lot of cool places in the world that I could go to instead, but I'm also not that big in a change. I like Canada; it's <laughs> nice, and like Quebec's fine. It's fine. Quebec, you're fine. But I don't think I want to go this to This podcast <laughs> brought to you by Quebec. Now, the tourism boards of all other provinces <laughs> have been sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, I think I think I would I want to keep the relationships I have though and uh, most of the people I know are unilingual, especially my family. My dad tried to, to help me with my French homework once and we we're doing spelling tests in French. <laughs> and the last, next word he told me to spell was etoile. He meant etoile. Etoile French. I was like, what could that be? <laughs> but I, I stared at him being like, I have no idea what you're asking. Because, again, like other languages are not our forte. Yes. <laughs> my family. Uh, so yeah. He toil, she toil, we toil. <laughs> we toil together. Well, and the maritime um, accent doesn't do French very well. My dad's a new fee. And when he had to learn to be, French for the government job, it was really fun listening to him say uh, squirrel in French. Like, like, he, like, even that wasn't as bad as no. he could say it. Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to be the bilingual province in New Brunswick, but I mean, we're still mostly French, <laughs> a couple who can do both. Well, Quebec has Laval, which is mostly English. So Quebec can have an English area. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go against it. But that still sits us with, I think it was Megan, me and against. I was four. Oh, you were four. Yeah. How about you, Velvet? I'm four. It's just me against. Yeah. All right. I think that's still a fair enough split. I think we have, we have our answer here. Yeah. Yours was close, but I think it should apply to English if you do the class one. Sure. And, and I think that does make it too harsh for most I, of us. I think with yours that even if you have the translator, you're still not going to understand it yourself. Yeah. I think like... Yeah, you don't know if it's a good translation when it comes back right. to your mother tongue because yeah. you've right. lost your mother tongue entirely. Yes. Speaking and writing. Like you can be like, you look beautiful today. And then a translator is like... A toil. <laughs> you call that right a haircut? All right. Like, <laughs> right. Yes. All right. So we figured it out. You can speak any language except for your mother tongue, which you now forget and lose. But what about you, audience? Would you take this wish? And are there any other wishes you'd like to hear us break down? Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at Break a Wish Pod. 
email breakawishpod at gmail.com, join the Breakawish discussion group on Facebook, and you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or donating on our website. All this information at breakawish.ca. For more Megan McConnell, you can check her out bartending at the Social Capital Theater or follow her on Instagram at ragdollvintage. For more Velvet Wells, he's currently working on and raising money for his tour of his first solo show, Personal Demon Hunter. Find the full details at thevelvetduke.wordpress.com slash personal-demon-hunter. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. Before I go, some wishes don't take a whole episode. I call these summary judgments. Doug Shepard wished, One day we would wake up and we'd have David Miller's TTC, all the LRTs built, the entire relief line, and every streetcar delivered and every bus replaced. For non-Toronto people, he basically just wants a really good subway system. All right, granted, but they also ban books and headphones, and you are now required, by law, to engage in conversation on your transit ride. So, what would you wish for? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Ever wonder where actors really go inside their minds? Or maybe just what the difference is between being depressed and being an asshole? I'm Kaylee Legrand. And I'm Tanya Bevan. And if you have similar shower thoughts, listen to us knuckleheads. And we're totally not okay. But that's okay. A podcast about the intersection between mass media culture and mental health. Come check us out. 